BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca, and on this podcast, we have a very special interview with Mike O'Malley. Who's Mike O'Malley? Well, he was one of the stars and executive producers of what I believe was one of the best TV shows, Heels. We get into hashtag cancel stars and hashtag save heels with Mike O'Malley right now on the Busted Open podcast. I'm very pleased and honored to have Actor, writer, producer, executive producer of the show, one of the stars of the show, plays Char- uh, Charlie Gully from the, the FWD, and that's Mr. Mike O'Malley who joins us here on Busted Open. Mike, thank you so much for the time. It's, it's truly an honor. It's truly a pleasure, and I wish it was under better circumstances, but thank you so much for joining us this morning. Well, David, thank you uh, so much. Good morning to you and Mickey James and everybody. Uh, it's... Uh... You know, we were we were bummed out when we found out that uh, Heels was canceled on Stars, and uh, you know, because we work really hard on it. But uh, this this is what happens in show business. You know, a lot of times, thankfully, the writer strike has ended, so we can talk a little bit about it. Uh, and I just want to say thank you to all of your fans who supported the show, watched the show, and sent out support. You know, for the show because that's what we do in our business. We make programming um we tell stories because we want folks to share in those stories and heels was a was a show about taking a look behind the curtain at people who love wrestling and want to devote their life to it and we want to examine some of the you know some of the reasons that why people do it but also to look at some of the costs and the rewards of those things. I think there's a lot of folks who love wrestling, obviously listen to your show every day. There's other folks who don't know why people love wrestling as much as they do. And this is common with many, many things, right? I mean, there's people who like, I don't know, clogging, barbershop music, um, Mm -hmm. bluegrass, and other people don't like it, rap music. And they're like, ah, why, why should I be into that? Why are the people that I love into that thing so much? And that was one of the things behind Michael Waldron, who created the show. I was the showrunner for the show. Um, But, uh, you know, his mindset when he created the show was, how do I honor 
this thing that I love so much by telling stories about these people so that people understand the passion and the heart that goes into wrestling. Mm -hmm. You know, Mike, and, and maybe I overthink things a little bit, but I kind of want to get your feedback on this from being on that other side. When you have a season two of heels now, season one, 96% on rotten tomatoes, fans loved it. A lot of buzz. Season two comes out. It it comes out during a very troubled time with, with everything that was going on with the strike. Comes out in the middle of the summer. Comes out in July. Uh, comes out, you know, the, the episodes premiere on a Friday, which is really the hottest night for wrestling when there's a lot of wrestling on a Friday night. Like, do you, did you feel like with season two that it was almost impossible to succeed because there was such a high wall built already right off the gate. I don't think it was impossible to succeed because I thought that we had made a great show. And I think that anyone who goes into this business of show business thinks, well, people are just looking for something great and word of mouth and people will tell other people. And so I also think that when I was working on it, and continuing to work on the post-production of it, that it becomes something where, you know, the work, you're just so focused on the granularity of the work and making it great and specific, you can't really rely on how it is received. And I have been, as many people nowadays uh, are, are, you know, the, the popularity of stoicism is becoming a little bit more, um, it, it, it's becoming more pronounced or or popular again. And part of that is, I think, how do you emotionally respond to things that are not in your control? So I can only be in control of how I present the show, how I make the show. I can't be control. I, I can't be in control of how the show is received. And so that's a little bit I've learned. Obviously, I'm older. So I've learned that I have to kind of leave that out of my hands. It is, you know, because you can be filled with constant despair about things that are beyond your control. What night did they program it? At what point in the summer? I mean, we we finished making this show in in July, you know, shooting the show July 1st, 2022. It premiered July 28th, 2023. So we're already been 13 months from the time we finished and called cut uh, all the way up until when it premiered. But, you know, this idea of, ah, you know, this is a big night for wrestling and you're putting it what 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 they hoped was they were going to run, you know, ads on, you know, on, you know, wrestling programming. And then those folks would come over and watch this show at that time. I'm not saying that that was a bad strategy. Nowadays, of course, people watch whatever they want when they want to watch it. It's right. you know, the only thing that you really could do is like, you know, when some of these shows on HBO and you don't want to go to work the next day and have it spoiled for you. So you'd have to watch it that night, sort of like the old days when Sopranos was on. Um, So uh, sorry, my. my like how you said the old days when Sopranos was that. Is that the well, old? I mean, days? that was that was 23, you know, like 20. Oh, we're talking like two decades ago. You know, that's, that's when Sopranos was on. Yeah. Mike, what did you feel or how did you feel like when. When you saw that, you know, cancel stars was trending, when you saw that there was 
you know, people who cared and loved this show so much that you had that hashtag trending the day after the announcement that it was canceled. Well, I'll be honest with you, David. I I felt bad for the people at Stars because they were really great partners in this. And I don't want to, I know that it's going to sound like, oh, this guy's just saying that. But let me dig into why I mean that. I worked at Stars. This is the second show that I've had at Stars. I did a show for four years called Survivor's Remorse, which is a show that was executive produced by LeBron James. I created it. I ran the show and I loved it because I loved how much the folks at Stars care about programming. What do I mean by that? Well, at Stars, there's no credits over picture. So, you know, when you're watching a sitcom and they're into 10 minutes into the sitcom and they're still written by consulting producer, this and that, the other thing, you're distracted. I'm distracted when I see credits and I'm trying to listen to jokes and I'm trying to follow a story. Stars is a place just they love filmmaking and they love films and they're very, you know, this idea that in Game of Thrones, there was a coffee cup that somebody forgot on the bar that happened a couple of years ago. That would never happen at Stars because every time you go to a what's called a playback before they lock the picture on the final things. They have everybody looking at every single frame to make sure that it's, you know, perfect and it looks great. And so the creative experience at stars was unbelievable. I mean, the executives really support writers. They give you so few notes. You're able, David, you know, you've watched heels. There's a lot of stuff. You think like, how did that, how do they let that character say that the wild bill says that, you know, that other characters say that's because they support the writer's vision and they don't give you a lot of notes and say, well, somebody's going to be upset about that. They want to make premium daring television. And they did, and they gave it a home. And so when I, when I see something like cancel stars, it would be like, you know, cancel the Roxy because your indie band didn't, you know, do well. They didn't ask you back. I mean, you can't really cancel venues uh, because people don't show up for the programming. And I think part of the challenge was, is that all of these platforms, we all have them, right? The different platforms that we watch our tele our, our programming on. And it used to be that we'd sit down on our TV and we just flip through the channels. We can't do that anymore. We've got to go to this platform. We've got to leave that platform. We've got to go to this thing to watch this show, this, that, that, you know, it's a little bit more complicated. All that being said, what they're trying to do is they're trying to compete with one another and bring in audiences to grow their subscriber base. And so they looked at how popular wrestling was. They looked at a world that no one was doing a narrative television show about an hour long drama. And they thought, if we do a quality show about this, those people who love wrestling at first will come and be this initial audience that then we can grow from. And and so what happened? Uh, people love wrestling and, knew, and had the platform and knew what it knew it was about. They watched it. They loved the show. But this just we weren't, you know, like I said, you, you were talking about we weren't able to promote the second season for good for good reasons because as writers and actors we're on strike and uh and so we weren't able to do that so we've got to stand together as a union and not talk about how this is affecting you know necessarily our show but uh but then going back so 
I don't, I love those people there and I want that platform and that service to succeed for all the people that I know and care and have those jobs. I'm not for anybody losing their job and I'm not for any, and any outlet, even though it didn't work for necessarily for heels, it doesn't mean that I'm not in support of other creative artists going there and selling, selling a show. I understand the frustration because what happens is when you make a television show is that you want people invested in the characters and the story and the situation. And then what happens is, is that people hand over their emotional, uh, you know, they, they, they sit there and they watch these shows and they engage in the stories and they become emotionally attached to the fictional characters because there's something that they're connecting with in the storytelling. Well, all of a sudden, if you rob people of that, they're going to have an emotional reaction to that. Especially the way season two ended, Mike. Like, see, like, and I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence about, at this point, not even talking about it or talking about it because Stars has pulled the show off the service completely. So I, I said to our audience, watch it. Go and watch it because maybe if enough people go and watch season one and season two, it will grab people's attention. But then they pulled it off the service completely. So now people can't even go and watch what I thought did, was a fantastic show. Why did they do that? I'm why not... I'm not sure why. So again, the contact, it's your fault, David. <laughs> the contact between uh, the studio and the network and uh, the creative folks behind it has been so minimal because of the restrictions of the strike. And the Screen Actors Guild is still on strike. And so, um, you know, that's why when, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to come on the show because there's a lot of folks um tweeting at and sending messages to the cast, to Stephen Amell, to Alexander Ludwig. They can't engage with the fans because Screen Actors Guild is still on strike. I'm in the Screen Actors Guild. I started as an actor. Um, I'm still on strike, so I can't even talk about any of my other projects that I'd love to talk to you about. But we are just in this. But I wanted to come on and say to the fans that, you know, there is this this connection that we felt that we had we knew we had fans out there and then when we find out that because of this show uh there is a trending topic that is related to our show that that felt good to us not not because it, like i said we don't want we don't want you to anyone to cancel a platform we just want people to save heels and we want it to go on someplace else so if um you know, there is an opportunity for heels to go on uh, in the future at, you know, on another platform. And uh, if anything, uh, we would just want that sort of support, uh, not sort of right. that. We would want that support, you know, hashtag save heels. Well, it because might be a blessing, yeah. like you said, like that they pulled it off because now say strikes over or whatever the the possibility of not only move because this happens to shows right like they can move to a different platform but relaunch with season three hopefully you know but then they can carry all of that with them maybe 100%. over just like when we saw cobra kai what you were talking about that david when cobra kai switched from youtube to netflix like that was a big deal uh um, yes and they were and able to take season one and season two with them you yes know? And yeah. my agent um, and the folks at CAA represent, you know, the folks at Cobra Kai. So they do this. You know, this is one of the things that they do. And I think that everyone who is involved with Heels wants to see 
that show go on, wants these characters to go go on. And it's such a rich world. You know, I, I what I what I love about the show is that people who didn't know anything about wrestling now understand it a little bit more. And they said that they now are watching and are invested in wrestling in a different way uh, because of the show, which is ideally what we want. I do right. think that there's still there's aspects of why this show, for instance, my wife, who loves the show, she's not really into combat sports. And, the you know, the poster that we had the first season had the two guys in the ring, you know, with their shirts off. And so unless you have, you know, I'm sure there's people who are like, hey, I want to go watch a show, you know, uh, two guys with their shirts off. I want to I'm, I'm interested in this. There's other people who see the ring and they just think combat sports, not interested. You know, because it didn't, you know, it didn't say on the poster that it was about wrestling. It didn't say what the subject matter was about. It was just, you know, showing as oftentimes happens in in Hollywood, attractive people doing something. Is this something that looks interesting? It looks dramatic. We didn't think, you know, one of the things that we love about the show is that it it's it's serious and dramatic about the pursuit that these characters have. It doesn't make fun of them. Right. And right. I think that's important. A couple of things, Mike. Um, and listen, I don't need, you know, you don't have to respond to this, but it's just my feelings as a fan of the show and as a host here on Busted Open. You know, I ranted and raved the next day and I, I threw out that hashtag cancel stars yes. and, and, and I, and I loved your answer about not wanting to see, you know, people cancel Mike, they made the decision to cancel this show. All right. Here's the deal. And you're a sports guy, you know this. If you have a quarterback that you know, all right, isn't is underperforming, but the talent is there. You know if you cultivate it, you know if you give them the right coach, that one day that quarterback is going to be a star. The first season of Heels did very well as far as I know. Again, 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. A lot of buzz, a lot of momentum. You had a long delay before coming out with season two. You throw season two out there in the middle of the summer during a strike. So the show is not promoted. Like, I mean, Mike, I mean, I'm sure we would have had everybody on Busted Open. We would have done a uh, a heels recap here on Busted Open. Like, and I'm sure other shows would have done the same thing. That didn't happen because of the strike. Well, then let's see. Like, let's see what season three could do. You know, you know, if you're up against it and you know that you can't promote the show the way that you would want to because of the circumstances, why pull the plug? Don't pull the plug. Give it, mm-hmm. give it another opportunity. Give it another chance. It outperformed you in season one. Season two obviously was a disappointment when it came to viewership. Of course it was because you couldn't promote the thing. So I do blame stars. Because to me, they should have at least, at the very least, gave it another season and gave it another opportunity. And then they doubled down by pulling the entire series off their streaming service. So now you're not even giving people, the the people who are upset and the word of mouth that was created because of the hashtag, you're not even giving those people an opportunity and a chance to see an amazing TV show. So... To your point, Mike, please use the hashtag save stars. Let's make a positive one. Save stars. Uh, save heels. Save heels. Save heels. Fuck stars. Fuck stars. Hashtag. Hashtag. Save heels. Now I'm all upset. Oh. Now you got me all upset. No. 
Save, we'll do it. David, save heels. David, I love this, right? I understand this. This is a part of what we were going after in the show. And the way that people love and hate certain wrestlers and root for certain wrestlers, I understand this. Look, I'm a Boston Red Sox fan. Um, I, uh, I, I grew up, they were losing all the time. Now they're winning. Same thing with the Patriots. I understand that people, you know, they get emotionally involved with the things that they're rooting for. And that what these franchises, you see what happens anytime that happens in a, you know, in a, for a, you know, somebody burns the Jersey of a guy that gets traded uh, or a guy who signs, you know, less, less somebody gets traded. Somebody is a popular athlete on a team and they sign a free agent contract with another team. And then all of a sudden people are burning their jerseys and, and, you know, then, then people are saying, Oh, those, those, those fans, they're just crazy. Well, you sold them on, you know, you're basically selling them and marketing and advertising for them to be passionately involved, to spend their hard earned money on your sport on supporting your sport, buy your jersey, re- spend your, their mornings and nights and afternoons reading and consuming uh, media about this team and this player that, again, it's just a professional sport. And then when people react emotionally because they're upset about something, people are like, oh, my gosh, how did that happen? Well, that's foolish and that's stupid from people who. So I think that, you know, obviously networks and platforms understand the emotional re- reaction that people have when they cancel something that is that they're invested in but at the end of the day it's a it's a numbers game it's it's if more if if you own a restaurant and you get a great review in the local paper and you make the greatest turkey club in the history of the you know that that town and that state and people don't come in to buy the turkey club you don't get to make the turkey club anymore and everybody in your family and everybody says you know i mean this is america right all across america people have put their time and effort and money into something and then and their family and their friends support it and then people don't and the wider world doesn't support it. They're like, that's so sad. I mean, this is just happening on a grander scale to, to us and the people involved with the show that is happening, uh, you know, to every single person and every single family member out there. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's I, tough. But, but Mike, it, it is. And, it, and it, it's an issue right now. But I'm going to throw out a couple of facts. Two of maybe the greatest sitcoms of all time, MASH and Cheers, they didn't garner an audience until their third or fourth season. The first couple of seasons for right. both those shows were a complete disaster. I think Cheers was the lowest rated show on all of television its first right. season. But they, right. but they knew but they knew they had a hit on their hands. They knew this was a, a, a special show, just like Heels is a special show, and they gave it its time. Like you talk about the Turkey Club. Yeah, the Turkey Club. Hey, this is the best Turkey Club. And, you know, our family loves the Turkey Club, but nobody's coming to buy this Turkey Club. Well, why aren't people buying the Turkey Club? Well, but you know what? Maybe we didn't promote the Turkey Club sandwich the right way. Maybe we need to do better advertising for we the Turkey Club. We need a coupon for the Turkey Club. Maybe, maybe these stupid walking, talking zombies that flood the stars' hallways, that walk around, uh, that don't know what the fuck they're doing. 
maybe they can look at season two and say, all right, there was a strike going on. We couldn't promote this show. We debuted it 13 months after we finished filming and had the fans wait. And if you have fans wait too long, sometimes they stray. You do it in the middle of the summer. But you couldn't promote the show. So imagine, Mike, if there was a season three and you were able to promote it the right way. What a hit. I guarantee you. I guarantee. Well, especially because there was, I if saw there was a AJ season three, Lee. it would be a hit. It would be yeah, a hit. Yeah, I saw AJ Lee had, had debuted. I was like, oh, that's exciting because nobody's seen her on television in a very long time. And, you know, there were so many wrestling stars that were a part of it, too. It was like really interesting. I was kind of shocked when it got canceled. But I'm excited, Mike, because I do feel like as we come out of the other side, 2024, come out of the other side of the strike, hopefully it's over soon and everything else. I think that it, we don't always see it straight away, but it could be a blessing in disguise. Because like you said, it didn't get the eyeballs that it should have gotten because you couldn't talk about it, couldn't promote it, couldn't do any of that. So I feel like it was like a hidden gem and people that were locked into it and were already um, you know, committed to it. They were paying attention, but that was it. You know, there there were, weren't a lot of people unless you knew about it and you were in the know about it. So hopefully, when it comes out, then then you guys can, I don't know, go to Prime, well, that- go to Netflix, go to Hulu, whatever, or somewhere like that, and then with a season three and come back even stronger. And people who haven't seen it yet because it was on a Stars platform or whatever else, now everybody will get to see it. And fall in love with it and the character. Well, I appreciate that. David, you know, your passion uh, is, you know, I get goosebumps from passion like that because it's what you look when we were making the show. We're here's the other thing we were paid to make this show, right? We were paid. Actors were paid, the writers were paid, all the designers were paid, everyone was paid. And um, it's reminded me how the you know, the, the the work that you do, it has to be your reward. It does. And it's a it's a crazy thing in, in show business, especially in television and film. It's like if you're if the expectation is that in some future date, the reception of the work is going to give you your main uh, meaning, you're you're playing a dangerous game because you're 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 distracting yourself like when you guys do your show you know you're doing your show you put to try to put together a great show you love it when you hear from fans after the show you come up to people come up to you i, I love listening to bus and open it's awesome it's my favorite you know that feels good right but you're waking up every day trying to put together a, a great show and so we we still think and you guys are helping us i want to i want to say this to you right now you're helping us by getting the word out about this show, because we do think that it can have, you know, a third and a fourth and a fifth season. But what what has to happen is people have to raise their hand and say, I'm interested. You know what? Anything that you do that's creative, if in this marketplace, there's no more you know, the, the, the funnel for that information to come to you has changed. Right. We're old enough to remember uh, what it was like when, you know, all records came out on a Tuesday and then they'd play the new songs. And then everyone, the only really, if unless you bought the record, you'd hear the new songs on the radio at the time. And you all sort of knew what the song, there was a monoculture. That thing has completely been obliterated. Yeah. You don't know about heels if you're watching on a platform unless it's 
The algorithm has sent it to you. Otherwise, somebody has to give you word of mouth. But how many people go to you at whatever party? What are you watching? Well, I'm watching this. I'm watching that. I'm watching this. I'm watching that. We've My wife and I, we've got three kids. We've started eight shows we haven't finished yet, right? I'm Quality shows. I'm still trying to get through the crown. I don't know. I can't believe how much money they spend on the crown. Have you seen the show, the crown? It's unbelievable. Every episode is going to be like $14 million. And so the quality of programming is great. It's raised the bar. But what we all feel passionately about right here is wrestling. And, and I, and, and I want every, you know, the thing about wrestling is it's very hard for there to become new adult fans of wrestling right because people get invested in it when they're when they're younger initially and then they continue to be as it evolves to them as the story evolves for them they become even more enamored with how wrestling how a great match how a great you know promotion how it evolves and what goes into it the creativity and the execution and the live execution of this stuff is unbelievable but for everybody who's forsaken wrestling and thought that's not for me how do we get that how do we get other people a massive quantity of people to understand and respect this uh art form uh part of it is having a show about it that's what we're trying to do well all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna change it just a little bit mike because i first of all thank you again for the time We'll use the hashtag save heels. We'll yeah. use it. will be a positive one. I'm going to use that one because stars is out of the, it's, it's ridiculous and a waste of time to be angry at stars. That ship is, that ship has sailed. It's over. It's in the past. Let's look at the future. So I ask everybody that's listening to this interview right now, use the hashtag save heels. Because now we got to yeah. look at the future. Now we got to look at a season three. It's not going to be with stars. Fuck them. They're done. The, the yeah. show's too Hashtag good for you. Save heels, show's too stars. good for you. We're going to find a new home for this show. We're going to find a bigger home, a new home, a home that's going to appreciate this quality show. And that's what our goal is going to be here. And that yeah, is what I we're going to try to accomplish. I don't even know how that works. Like. If a, if a network was to cancel a show, would they still be in the option to pick it back up when they decided, like when they say the strike's over, would stars no, be? No, they wouldn't. And, and, no. and on, and I, cause I know, listen, you guys have become, people have become very alert to you over at, you know, the stars network and, and alert to this program. And, and the <laughs> because hashtag. of David. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and again, again, I, I just I want to say this, right? It's like I know how hard they worked. They did buy this show. They did invest like hundreds of millions of dollars into this show. Yeah. And it's like that movie Big Night. If you've never seen it, you should watch it. But it's about this these brothers who have this restaurant and they're expecting this really important and influential food credit to come. And then he doesn't. And it's just like, uh, so it's like they put everything they could into this thing and then the influencers didn't show up so it couldn't be influenced. And yeah. it's part of this part of this is the nature of how people watch programming. David, you talk mm-hmm. about how over the weekend they you know essentially vaporized the show from the platform that probably has something to do with um accounting 
right? And so in in failure, a show can be you know written off in uh, in an accounting in, in an accounting way. I don't know. They haven't given me the details of that. But uh, the you know the thing about this now it going forward is we still have more stories to tell, and we want to show that there's another platform out there that hopefully we'll be able to, even if we didn't tell more stories, it would be about people being able to view what these 16 episodes that we've already done, you know, could do. Yeah. And, um, and so I think that, you know, that's the thing is every, everybody's disappointed who has been involved with heels, but this has been a real light for us uh, because out of the blue, you just start talking about this because it mattered to you. And we, you know, we're really grateful because I think it's, 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 it's putting a little bit of, um, you know, wind at our sails. So thank you. Well, yeah. we're going to use that hashtag uh, save heels. I hope that this amazing, incredible show that you're a part of and such a big part of uh, finds a home. I, I still think Gully is the true baby face of heels. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, you know, Jack Spade, man, my God, what a frustrating, frustrating human being. So Gully is the true baby uh. face of heel. So <laughs> I want to see how that continues in season three. So uh, let me tell you something. If if uh, if we're lucky enough, if I'm lucky enough to write Gully season three, then you, you're going to have to play yourself, but he'll be coming on this show. But it'll probably be because I am like attacking you outside of a Trader Joe's and saying, just let me be on. There's so much we could talk about. Come on, man. This is like, I know there's all these other, these these people that you have on, they're terrible. They're terrible. Watch what I could do. I'd say this. And you're like, dude, dude I'm just trying to get my maple sugar cookies right now. Would you please yeah. leave me alone. My pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would make Mickey, I would say I would have Gully as a co-host on this show. That's how much I love Gully. Gully would be a co-host on Busted Open. He would have his own day to talk about FWD. I would, uh, FWD. I would love it so much. I would love it. <laughs> I'd love it. Mike, thank you so much. Love the work. I, I hope there's a season three. We'll get that trend going. There will um, be. There will be a season three. We have to find out how this story ends. I want the continued story of, of, you know, of Ace, of Jack, of Gully. I mean, it's important to me, and I know it's important to a lot of people. So, you know, Mike, thank you. Thank you for your work, and thanks for taking the time to come on with us today. Well, I want to thank you, David, because it's, um, you know, in a in a week of, of, of news that was very disappointing, uh, you gave us a real lift. And, you know, I, I want to say this to, you know, the listeners out there, you know, the people who love wrestling and are interested in wrestling, it's, it's you know, what I love about this show heels is that it talks about the creative process and guys who don't look like they'd be creative or have any interest in any artistic or written expression or physical expression, you know, down in the South that people often dismiss as having any creative ideas or caring about other people. And we wanted to really honor the fact that you know wrestling like anything like anything creative right storytelling it's about people connecting and being in a place and sharing something that's fun it's wonderful and it's communal and um and it's inspiring and you know what you've done with this this show and your platform is you you've you know allowed us to express that a little bit 
and uh, taking some time to just say, hey, we're rooting for those guys and gals down there who are trying to make something that's uh, that's really special. And you don't have you don't have to do that. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you. So All right, much, thanks, brother. David. Really thank appreciate you, it. Thank you so much. Right, see you. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate right. you. Bye. Michael Malley again, you know, talking about let's use that hashtag. Let's use the hashtag save heels. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.